Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert, and I'm speaking with Bill Jakes, the president of Lumen 8 Lighting. You know, this topic is really important. Sometimes condo owners may not realize uh, the importance of where buildings can save money, and that's certainly a topic for board of directors and property managers. But I also think it's really important for condo owners to realize that different initiatives, knowledge, expertise has to be at the forefront because don't forget, yes, the board of directors are a volunteer position. Yes, the the property management company is a contracted firm that's been hired by the board, but are they really taking a step forward to learn important issues and certainly about lighting and new technologies? So, you know, Bill, can you give us, uh, the listeners, a little bit of an idea of what the process is going to be all, right, all about? Like, for instance, um, where do they start? Well, the uh, easiest place to start is to, uh, whether it's a lighting uh, efficiency or just general green initiatives, is you have a, an audit done of the property. In, in the lighting field, that is as simple as counting up what's there, uh, identifying the amount of power that's being consumed by the existing setup, uh, identifying the hours of use and identifying what the customer is paying. And you can essentially mock up an existing profile of what they're doing. And then you just mock up uh, the LED alternative to it and crunch the numbers. And it'll show you uh, what you need to do. Once you're armed with that information, uh, if you're going to approach it in such a way that uh, you want to use products that do qualify for the incentives being offered by uh, various levels of government for efficiency. You then have to put in an application to the government and get the, uh, it's managed by the hydro companies. Uh, so you would send it into Toronto Hydro, for example, here in the city. They, there's an approval process that has to be completed. And then once they've signed off on it, then you're free to move forward with the project. Uh, projects, uh, you're probably looking at a month to get uh, equipment all on the ground and a month to get the work done, and then uh, another month, uh, six to eight weeks by the time the uh, incentive check shows up on the back end from from the government. So it can be fairly efficient. Uh, uh, we're uh, registered with Toronto Hydro as an applicant representative. They have a course they uh, give uh, contractors like ourselves the opportunity to take and sign up to, and uh, a, a good contractor will be able to handle the application. Uh, they'll charge you a little bit to do that because it's quite a bit of work, but they should be really able to uh, take your hand and, and take you from start to finish in the in the process. The other alternative is you're selecting products that uh, are certainly approved for Canada but don't necessarily necessarily have the additional level of uh, approval requirement. Uh, there'd be a couple reasons for doing that. Uh, one, that it may be cheaper, and the other, it may be newer and, and, and be at the front edge of where the technology is. As a supplier, and uh, we're also involved in the manufacture of a few apps, this is really the area of challenge that we see in bringing products to the customer. 
everybody agrees that you need to have some kind of safety requirement on product. There's no question there, uh, but that's already in place through uh, entities like the Canadian Standards Association and the Electrical Safety Authority. So by the time you've gone through their requirements to get a product approved to market, then you're required to then go ahead and go through another cycle of approvals to get design like consortium approval to then qualify for the incentive. That takes time and it consumes a lot of money. Uh, recently, I was uh, uh, quoting on a job and one of the competitive quotes, I was looking across the table at their product and their brochure terrific product in its time and they had done all of the requirements to get there uh, all the approvals on it the additional design light consortium on it uh, energy star placed on it the drawback was is the product that i was proposing was two generations newer than the existing product so it's a real challenge to have layers of requirement and consuming both in terms of time and dollars to get to market when you're dealing with a market where the technology is moving so quick that the shelf life of any given app is only probably about a year. So basically, if they don't contract the right company, uh, I guess a condo board could end up with obsolete products on their hands to some degree. Well, there's no. It's, a, po- it's a possibility. The, the 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 reality is is that by uh, going with the the full litany of requirements that the government has to get out their incentives, you're buying stuff that's a generation at least old. It's okay. it's just so they have to be careful. I mean, automatic. you know exactly. Uh, you know, a reputable company. I know your company's been around for quite some time. Yeah, we've been. Well, we're not. Uh, five years is not a long time for a company to be in business, but it's. It's it's a long time in terms of the LED industry, which has really emerged uh, over the last five years as a, as a viable business and as the technology has it's it's taken leaps and bounds. I mean, it's 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 like a lot of areas of technology in our life these days. It, it it's just uh, moving incredibly quickly. Well, you know, it's funny because I actually went into Wikipedia just because I was curious to see when LED actually ended up even being out there. And I got dates of like 1907, which were, I mean, you can pronounce this a lot better than I am. Electroluminescence? Electroluminescence? That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) It says it was discovered in 1907 by British experimenter uh, H.J. Round of Marconi Labs. Isn't that interesting? I mean, (laughs) we're like 2013 now. (laughs) 106 years ago. (laughs) Isn't that something? Well, you know, you you see it everywhere. Uh, It's it's all of our modern capabilities being applied to stuff that's been around a long time. Well, exactly. Well, and modernizing it more and more. So 100%. I mean, when you're in any type of technology world, like you were saying, I mean, th- something can become obsolete awfully quickly. Very quickly. So, yeah. you know, with with your company, then you would have gone right into it. it. It's kind of actually, it's really good because sometimes the old school doesn't always work. Because you've got to rethink your whole mind and the whole process. If you're coming in fresh when technologies are changing all the time, I think you're going to be a little bit more alert to it. Yeah. Because you have to stay on top of it. I think the challenge, or or maybe what I should say to a potential customer board member out there, is that uh, the key is in the product you buy, do the return on investment numbers make sense? Because if they do then you don't need to be concerned with the fact that two years from now there's going to be something that's 20% better. However, having said that, you you need a fair level of diligence at the decision-making time to make sure you're taking advantage of getting uh, absolutely the uh, the best of what's currently available as opposed to what two, 
two years to get to market. Well, I think too, I mean, if you do decide that you're going to wait that extra period of time to think that you're going to get better technology in two years, you're going to waste the last two years. <laughs> well, yeah. Just while you're waiting for it, you're losing the savings that you could have had during yeah. the, the, during yeah. the interim. They say that there's no time like the present. Yeah. So, well, and there's a real, there's a real opportunity uh, to make money off of this right now that won't exist in five years because right now we're going from basically obsolete technologies like incandescent bulbs, ultimately like fluorescent lighting, and we're moving to a, an efficiency that's 50 to 90% better. Well, once that transition takes place, that opportunity really only exists once because although technology will continue to improve in the next five years, you know, if a, if a bulb that was 50 watts and you've now bought one at seven, if four years from now I've got it down to four, the dollar value on those three watts is really not as significant as the decision you're making to move to the technology in the uh, first right, place. In the first place. You yeah. got it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I think, uh, Bill, you should give a shout out if you want to give your telephone number, contacts, a web domain name and so on. Absolutely. Uh, we're Luminate Lighting. We're actually based out of the town of Blue Mountains, a little to the west of Collingwood. But most of our work is in the GTA and we do travel. I've done projects as far away as Nova Scotia. And I've got some work on the gold down in the United States right now as we speak, actually. So we'll certainly come to you. Uh, our website is goledgoled.com. And our office number is 705-443-8445. And if you're interested in having us in and taking a look at what we can do for you, we'd be glad to come over. And Linda, thank you for having me. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for giving our listeners such a wonderful insight into the wonderful world of saving money in condo corporations by enlisting the help of Luminate Lighting and changing your lighting systems to LED. Makes a lot, a whole lot of sense. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. You have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you next time.